0: Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have a new sponsor. We are being sponsored by Blind Alive.
2: Yes, we are. They do so many wonderful interactive workouts that can really assist anyone, blind or sighted. However, they are particularly useful and designed for those of us with minimal sight or without sight to help us to find our way into a workout routine or a series of workouts that works with our particular lifestyle and what we most need assistance with. Their site is full of lots of goodies involving health-related information. So there are blogs, there are different segments in their free podcast that discuss various aspects of one's health. I own several of their workouts and have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed utilizing them. They all have very upbeat music. They're professionally produced and there's really a lot to offer in terms of what they share and it's just a really worthwhile experience. If you really want to enhance your life, feel better, feel more radiant and confident and Comfortable in your own skin, one way that I have found personally to do that in a way that feels really good and really empowering is to focus on your personal health. And there are a few things more precious and important, I think, than one's personal health because you really can't enjoy life very much if you don't have the health to do so. And getting fit is one way to make that happen. And Blind Alive certainly assists in that regard.
1: We wanted to introduce our special guest, and she probably has no idea what podcast she's even on, and that would be Lisa (laughs) Salinger.
2: She doesn't know what podcast she's on.
3: Wow, I've heard of Monday, but that's really bad. I think I know what podcast I'm on. She's at least aware that she's on the podcast with us, so yes. Always
1: good. So we just wanted to update you on a couple of different things. The first thing I wanted to talk about was something that I podcasted about last time, and that is the Abode home security system. I was able to test it with Android, and currently Android is a no-go because you have three buttons at the top, or you have your, your standby button when you press that, it brings down your home, your away, and your standby statuses. But with Android, you're not sure which one you pressed. Yes, it does read them, but if you press home, it could set the system to away. Or if you try and go back to standby, it could just reset it and set it to away. So right now, under Android, it is a no-go. But I have good news. I have been in contact with the CEO of, of the company regarding accessibility, and they are very, very interested in making all of their ways to access the Abode Home Security System accessible via Android, iOS, or your web browser, and things like that. So I just wanted to bring that up.
2: Yeah, he actually had a meeting with the CEO via phone, which I thought was really cool. I mean, they've really been very responsive in terms of attempting to work with you, and it's going to be interesting to see how the – information that you're able to provide them can perhaps assist them in bringing a little more accessibility to the forefront of the product.
1: Exactly. I told them all about the Apple and Android accessibility framework that Google and Apple both have, so that will get them on the right direction. And the last correspondence that I had with the CEO was that they were going to look at what it would take to get the development work done to get this stuff more accessible. Right now, under iOS, it is very accessible. On the computer, it is, I would probably say, 85 to 90% accessible. There are some things that I can't do right now currently, and that would be one thing is a whole slew of notifications that you can turn on or off, send push notifications to your cell phone, send them to your email. Maybe you want to know every time the front door opens, it'll send you a push notification. Yes, you can do that however annoying that would be, but you can do that. Or you can have it email you every time the front door opens. But for me, I can't change that. So if I wanted it to email me every time the front door opens, I can't do that. So that's one thing that they will be more than likely looking at.
2: Speaking of accessibility, we want to bring something else to your attention. And this is just a precursor to us actually finding out anything definitive about this. Recently, Blind Bargains had a story in their news feed about the fact that you can get a fourth-gen Apple TV for $89 with a three-month subscription to the Sling TV service. Now, I have some personal experience with Sling TV in that I killed my cable back in September of 2015. And I have wanted Sling TV for a while, if for no other reason just to, than to have a few channels that I actually like to watch (laughs) and to be able to watch them live would be really fantastic for me so i'm willing to pay the twenty dollars plus a month there's a core package that allows you to get several channels for twenty dollars a month and then there are add-on packages like news sports kids various packages i think there's a lifestyle although that may have changed basically what happened was i decided back in january or february i can't remember exactly but it was one of those months when it originally premiered I signed up for it, as did a lot of other people. You can get a free seven-day trial. And we all discovered, to our sadness, that you could sign in. This is on iOS and Android, but I was never able to understand how it worked on the computer. You're supposed to be able to do it through the PC. I don't know about the Mac. But I was able to sign in, and then it was stuck on ESPN and it sat there. I think it was ESPN. And it just sat there and sat there and sat there, and you could not change the channels. You could see certain things, but you could not click on anything or double-tap or find any way to make anything work. I even attempted to turn off VoiceOver and tried to tap on the screen in different places, and none of that worked. I've been in contact with support about it, and nothing has happened. Recently, Blind Bargains reported, and the mainstream news also reported, that the app is now available through the 4th Gen Apple TV. And... They had this deal going on. But I do know that for $89, you can get a 4th Gen Apple TV as long as you subscribe to three months of Sling TV. So what we're attempting to do right now is discover exactly how accessible that is. I do not have a 4th Gen Apple TV, so I cannot test this experience. However, Chris does. (laughs) So he's being the guinea pig for this experiment. Um, I
1: I do have a 4th Gen Apple TV, and I can find the edit box to put in the username and the edit box to put in the password, but that's about as far as I can get. I can't find any sign-on buttons. I managed to send a reset password link about four or five times Mm -hmm. to my email. I couldn't sign in to the Sling service using the Apple TV. So what I'm going to do is the next time somebody cited comes over, see if we can't figure out how to get in at least and then see if the Sling service is indeed accessible.
2: Because apparently what has happened is they're changing the interface. This is from what I read. So my details may be slightly murky here, but my understanding is that they are debuting their new interface on this newly released Apple TV app. And then everything else will follow shortly. The regular iOS app the android app etc
1: so we will get back to you on this and see if i can actually sign in and do anything with the sling tv service and
2: if you can i'll be buying a fortune apple tv <laughs> and some sling service and obviously if it's accessible as well we'll do a podcast on it because we'd like you to be able to know that there is a service out there where you can watch live tv kill your cable, and get several channels at once if we can get it to work, which so far has not happened. Support has been polite and kind and completely unhelpful. So, you know, that's kind of how it goes in some of these situations. But I have dealt with uh, support reps in the past in terms of this service. So I will be, for one, anxious to see what comes of this little experiment. We shall keep you posted. We'll probably know something by the next episode. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Things coming up in the near future. You already know that Chris is going to ACB. Tell them a little more about that.
1: I will be going to ACB. I will be at the HumanWare booth demonstrating the BrailleNote Touch and the Victor Reader Stream. I will also have some Mystic Access goodies, some sampler CDs to give away, some brochures, and things of that nature. Yes, there
2: will be samples of some of our products. If there's a speaker you've always wanted to see or experience... (laughs) Come by and Chris can show it to you. We're not going to actually have hard copy products of most of our hardware at convention, but uh, we will have a few transmitter receivers there, our Avantex that are wildly popular, and if you want a speaker, you'll be able to look at it and it will be shipped to you upon Chris's return from convention. And of course, you can always buy an SD card of something or go ahead, order, download, or whatever you want. Uh, Between us, we will both be around and available. I will be Manning the phones from this end of things not being at convention, he will be there at convention at the Human
1: Wear booth. I will be there from July second to the fifth.
2: Including at a couple presentations, yes?
1: Yes. Including the presentation at four forty-five PM on the Braille Note Touch on Monday the fourth, and the presentation at five forty-five on Tuesday, July fifth for the Stream and these are users' groups, to my understanding.
2: So, more information as we <laughs> receive it, but that is the plan so far. For those of you who are not going to ACB, do not despair. Or NFB. Or NFB, do not despair. Because if you want to join in on some fun while everyone is away at convention, you can do so for free, courtesy of some goodies that Lisa and I have put together for some fun between Friday, July 1st, and Sunday, July 3rd. Each day, we are going to offer a teleseminar, which will last approximately 75 minutes. This will allow room and time for Q&A. If anyone has any questions about Mystic Access or about products or about the topics covered, you are very, very welcome to ask them. And each day, we're going to cover a different topic. I'm teaching two of the classes on Friday the 1st and Sunday the 3rd. Lisa is teaching our class on Saturday, July 2nd. The first class is going to be all about how to gain greater self-confidence in the use of your assistive technology. This is a more generalized class in that it applies to any assistive technology or any technology that you may be struggling with currently. So even if it's your computer, come join the class because there's a lot that you can learn And a lot that you can do in order to make your learning of your technology a much more joyful and less stressful experience for you. And that's what we want to talk about. Many of you know that I was a life coach for a decade prior to this gig. (laughs) I still do some coaching and I It's really been very useful for me in the transition between that career and this career. And I don't like to think of it as a complete transition. I like to know that the doors are all open to having these opportunities at any time. But really, it's given me the opportunity to be able to share things from that aspect of my life and my work that hopefully will be of assistance to you. And it's it's practical, real-world stuff. It's not fluffy. It's very applicable to whatever you may be doing at any given time so it's something that you can begin putting into practice essentially as soon as you get off the phone or even before so i definitely encourage you to check that out that class will be friday night at 9 p.m eastern time so it's friday july 1st at 9 p.m eastern time all of these classes just so you know and i'll mention this again at the end are free you will be able to sign up and join for free and anyone who signs up will receive a link to the recording a few days after the classes have concluded. Not only that, but each class, if you are there live and participating, you will have the opportunity to win a cool goodie toward the end of the class. For this particular class, you will be able to win an hour of training with Chris or myself, And this hour really can be used for anything you want. It can be a consulting session, it can be a training session, or it can be a self-advocacy session. Whatever you feel you are in most need of. Someone will win, and that is a $50 value. So that's the first class. And on Saturday at 1 p.m., this is Saturday, July 2nd at 1 p.m., Lisa will be teaching a class, and we'll both be there for all three of these classes, so you'll be able to talk to us and interact, and we'd love to have you. And please be ready to talk to us and share with us and participate and interact. We love that. So Saturday will be Lisa's gig, and I'll be in the background helping you guys out. We'll be answering questions, of course, again. And do you want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be talking about to us on the second?
3: Sure. Basically, we're going to be talking about three essential skills that people who use their iPhones iPod Touches and iPads successfully No, There are so many that we really could have picked a bunch more, but I'm kind of simple, and I like keeping things simple. And so three seemed like a good number that you could actually use and learn and implement in that time. There's no guarantee that you will have mastered these by the time the class is over, but you will be well on your way. So please do come either with something you can use to take notes or with your device so that you can follow along. Now, I know that not everyone is comfortable with that, so really it's just a matter of what works best for you, but it will be an interactive session, and it will be concrete and productive, but it will also be fun. For example, one of the concepts that I talk about I use a game to demonstrate, I think is something there for everyone. And I was really eager to be involved in this. I'm a big fan of playing the convention home game. So learning from home, whether it be listening to convention audio or getting information about new products and vendors from the programs or attending sessions like this the beginning of July and sometimes some years end of June, there are many great opportunities for learning. And so I really hope that you will join us. And as with the first class Kim mentioned, there is a bonus for those who are listening. One person will be picked and that person will be the winner of the Voice Dream Reader tutorial, which is an iOS app and it can give you many hours of productive and enjoyable reading. I use it all the time. I have it in my doc. It's a great app, and I walk you through learning how to use it and hopefully simplify the process for you. So hope to see and hear many of you on Saturday, July 2nd at 1 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be so much fun.
2: I'm really glad that you're going to be hanging out with me through all three of these classes because it's just fun to know that there's another host there and, you know, it just saves a lot of stress and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to bounce these things around and it's going to be fun, I think, for all of you if you want to come and you can come to all three classes if you want to or pick a couple that you like. You are more than welcome to do that. They're all free for those of you who initially decide to sign up for the lists When you sign up, just a note before we tell you about this last class, when you sign up, these are discussion lists. So in your welcome email, you will receive the phone number and PIN code to call in to the class. This is a teleconference. There is currently no way to access this material via the web. However, you can receive the replay or the recording, the MP3, after... The class, So it'll be a few days later. We'll make sure to get you a nice edited copy of the calls. Just so you are aware, these things that you are signing up for are discussion lists. So you will be able to ask questions. If something comes up on the call and you're like, can you describe that a little more, explain that a little more, then we're certainly happy to do that if there's something that you want to know. Also, if there's any info about Mystic Access in particular that you're interested about, you can ask that on this list. That's no problem at all just send a note. It'll go to the discussion list and we can respond to you. I'll be moderating these lists, so if you have any Questions or problems or something comes up, you are very welcome to get in touch with me, and I'll be happy to help you out or, again, write to the list. These lists will be online for a limited time only. On July 31st, they are going away. (laughs) So just so you are aware of that, these are not ongoing permanent lists. If the idea of a discussion list becomes something that is more popular, we'll consider it. I'm not going to make you any promises or guarantees right now, but we'll think about it. That's just something to note about all three of these classes when you sign up. The final class is going to be a lot of fun. It is Sunday, July 3rd at 4 p.m. Eastern, and this class is called 20 Hidden Gems for Your Amazon Alexa Products That You Didn't Know You Needed, and we're really excited about this one. All three of us are, are pretty into our Alexa products, and they're just so much fun, and you know, as much as I personally enjoy using her to listen to music and check out weather and listen to my news briefing. She can do so much more. So much more. (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, every week, there's more she can do. It's ridiculous. We want to show you some of the more hidden gems that you may not know that she's even capable of doing. We want to be able to show you how you can use her to make your life more convenient, more efficient, and Easier in every way, essentially. I mean, there's something for everybody in this class. I'm looking forward to showing you some of these things. Some of them I'll probably try to show you in real time. Some of them we'll just discuss. There's a lot of goodies here. And if you have a particular Alexa tip or trick that you would like to share, bring it to class. Because when we finish the actual discussion or the actual presentation, I would love to hear about those. And again, as Lisa said with her class Come ready to take notes. I definitely suggest you do that with all three of these classes. Come ready to take notes or remember that you will get the recording afterwards. So you don't necessarily have to, but I think it's just good to be proactive about these things. If you want the information, you can write it down immediately and you'll be able to go and find out some of these ways to, in this case, make your Alexa product do really cool things (laughs) that you may not know that she's capable of doing. She probably is. So definitely come ready to play, ready to have fun. And that's, again, at 4 p.m. on Sunday, July 3rd. All the links to sign up for these classes are going to be in the show notes, so you will be able to go and read more and sign up. This class, again, has a bonus goodie. If you are there and you are live and you are participating with us, one person will have the opportunity to win a copy of our six-and-a-half-hour audio tutorial on the Amazon Alexa products. So if you have an Echo or think you're about to get one, you might want to come hang out at this
3: class because you
2: might win a nice, big, fat tutorial.
3: (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. If you're on the fence and you have been hearing people talk about the Echo and you're thinking you might want one, this would help you also to make that decision. Yes. Because you'd get a better idea of all that it can do. You may take the class and decide, you know what, I really don't want an echo. But at least you know and you're informed. Absolutely. And if you have general echo
2: questions at the end of class or dot or tap questions, please ask. We'll be happy to try and help you out. And Lisa and I shoot pretty straight. We aren't going to tell you something just because you want to hear it you know if it doesn't do what you want it to do we're going to tell you that you know we're going to be honest with you we just want to make sure that you have a great experience and have a lot of fun so come hang out with us and we would love to share some amazon alexa goodies with you in the course of the class and you can come away knowing whether or not you might want one or if you already have one with some new goodies for your tool bag
1: in terms of what she can do for you one thing i wanted to mention about the Echo and that it's constantly being updated, and people are constantly doing things for it. You have these skills, which are basically third party add ons that developers create to interface with whatever. Amazon, they just reached the thousand skill mark, so there's over a thousand free skills to use with your amazon echo so if it can't do something today it probably can tomorrow
2: by next year it'll be able to wash our dishes and clean our houses so i'm looking forward to that
1: me too (laughs) absolutely
2: so those are the classes if you have trouble signing up and you want us to sign you up we'll be happy to do that for you contact us at info at mysticaccess.com give us your name and the email address where you want your messages to go and we will be very happy to assist you if you're having trouble but it should be a relatively easy straightforward process for you when you go to these pages you will find headings to help you out in knowing where you are you will find list items to let you know what's happening in the classes and you will find the form to sign up for the mailing lists so definitely hang on to that welcome email that you get after you subscribe because that's got your class info in it don't delete it (laughs) although i will make sure that we post it at least a couple times before class but just some notes on signing in and obviously regular polite netiquette rules will apply on this list if you don't follow them you will not be on the list and you will not be coming to class so just a little warning in advance i'm not expecting any of that from you people because i'm sure you're all nice people but just so you know (laughs) so that's essentially i think all i have to say either of you have anything to add about uh, convention or non-convention fun classes
3: i think that pretty much covers it it's going to be A lot of fun, um, a great learning experience, and we know that that weekend is a busy weekend for some. Yes. If you can join us for any or all of the classes, we'd love to
2: have you. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. And share with your friends. If you know someone else who wants to come, tweet, Facebook, email.
1: Pass it on.
2: Pass it on. Spread the word.
1: So we're going to take a short break. And after that break, we will have a presentation that Lisa did regarding 7-zip and unzipping. Yes, this is a
2: new little sometime segment that we are going to be adding to the podcast. all about, well, did you know? Did you know that this does this? <laughs> so we like stuff like that around here. We want to give you tips that are fun and perhaps something that you didn't know. So we're happy to share
4: this with you. Phew, finally made it.
3: Yeah, and I feel like I walked for miles just to get here. My feet are really aching.
4: My feet are okay, but my back is really tired and sore. I know, I know, there's this neat little invention called rolling luggage. But I have so much stuff and I just don't like the idea of it being stored out of my reach. That means all the important stuff is carried on my back.
3: I know the feeling. If it's really important, I want it right with me. I don't have to worry about back pain anymore, though, thanks to the back tea pack. It divides the weight evenly, so it's distributed on either side. It puts things right under my arms and hands, so they're within easy reach.
4: I'm concerned that someone being really careful could open my pack and take something from it. The design of the back tea pack sounds like it might cut down on that.
3: Yeah, and because everything is close at hand, there's no need to take it on and off, on and off, every time I need to add something to it or get something out. And I can use it to carry more than I would be able to fit in the average medium-to-large backpack. So that's a winner, too. The cool thing is that all kinds of people use the pack. Hikers, students, tech enthusiasts, people who need to carry oxygen, and frequent travelers.
4: Speaking of travel, I've got to get going, but is there somewhere I can learn more?
3: Absolutely. Just visit blindalive.com slash pack. That's backt Pack. You'll find audio, text, and even an interview with Backt Pack's creator. Don't forget, it's blindalivecom pack
4: I'll remember that. My back will be sure to remind me.
3: Salinger. Thanks for listening. Do you love to download books or other zipped files but hate the monotony of then extracting each one one at a time, slowly, monotonously, almost painfully? If you're a Windows user, I have a tip that may help. To take full advantage of this, you'll need to download the 7zip program, and there will be a link to that in the show notes. You download and install the program and it's fairly straightforward, no surprises really. Then you're ready to go. I have a sample folder I've created called books, and in this sample folder, I have placed 10 barred books. Please understand that I have chosen barred just as an example. Any zipped files will work nicely using this same process.
5: Books row one, column two, books window.
3: During this brief demonstration, I'm going to be cutting off the speech quite a lot by pressing the control key. I'm going to do this when it is speaking book titles and other rather verbose information just so that I can show you what I need to without getting bogged down in all the minutiae of book numbers, etc. So in this books folder, I have a list of 10 books and each one is zipped. The next thing I'll need to do is select books. There are two ways to do this. If you have just items in your folder that you want to unzip, you can select all by pressing Control A. Depending on your screen reader and your speech settings, this may or may not speak. If you have other items in your folder that are already unzipped or that you do not want to unzip at the time, then you may want to select specific files. To do this, hold down the Control key. I like to hold down the Control key with my left hand, and use my right hand to operate the arrow keys and the space bar. So I'm going to hold down the control key and press the down arrow.
5: DB Klein seat.
3: And I stop speech with the right control key. That automatically selected my first book and moved me to the second one. Let's say just for example, that I want to select books one, three, and five. I know that right now I'm on my second book. And so the whole time I'm speaking to you, I'm still holding down my left control key. I'm going to down arrow again.
5: DB Cook Thomas.
3: I'm on book three and I'm going to press space. Selected. In other words, when you down arrow through your books, you can press space to select or unselect.
5: Not selected, selected.
3: It's a toggle. If you don't want to select a book, just arrow past it. If you do, press space. Once you're all done selecting your books, then you can release the control key. Just know that you do not want to use the arrow keys after you've made the selections, or it will cancel them. So once you let up on the control key, you want to then move to the next step. In my case, I only have things to be unzipped in this particular folder. I think that's the easiest way. I'd almost rather just create a new folder, even if it's just temporary, to put things in and then select all and unzip everything in one fell swoop. I'm going to press Ctrl A to select all, and in this case it does not speak, but all books are selected. From here, you're going to press your context menu key, or the equivalent if your keyboard doesn't have one. You'll know that you have a context menu key, or at least you can assume so, if you have four keys either to the left or the right of your space bar, or maybe both. In general, the keys on the ends, farthest from the space bar, are control keys. If you have a row of four keys on either side of your spacebar, if you come in one from that, chances are that will be your context menu key. If you don't have a context menu key, just press Shift-F10 instead, and that will do the same thing.
5: Context menu.
3: I'm now going to down arrow. My options will be different than yours. It just depends on what programs are installed and how you have them configured.
5: Open O. Codex Submenu X, 7-Zip Submenu 7.
3: And this is what I want. It says 7-Zip Submenu 7. That means I could have pressed the number 7 to get here more quickly, but I for one can't always remember all those shortcut keys unless I use them all the time. So it's easier in this case just to arrow. I'm going to press right arrow to open the submenu.
5: Extract files. E.
3: If you do this option, it will just extract them in the main directory and you will have a rather large mess.
5: Extract here e.
3: You can tell them where you want them to extract.
5: Extract to star E.
3: What this basically is saying is extract to and it has star backslash. It may just read star, it may not, and then it will say E at the end because that is a shortcut command that you can use. This is the option that you want basically what this will do is it will extract each of the books into its own folder so at this point i'm going to press enter
5: 19 books window items view list db cook thomas h tabernacle db 20,3883 3 of 20 db cook tom
3: and i'm stopping speech because he's about to repeat himself which we don't need that quickly it unzipped everything if you remember i said i had 10 books and now it says I have 20. So essentially what I have is a zipped copy and an unzipped copy. If you notice, when it said the title of my book, it did not say .zip at the end. I'm now going to briefly just show you how to clean up your mess before we go. In general, what happens is books are unzipped into folders. And in Windows, folders are generally shown before file names. So what I have first are 10 folders, my unzipped books. Followed by ten files. Rather than listening through all the long, convoluted names, I'm going to go to the top of my list with Control Home. DB Cap, and I know I'm on file one, so I'm just going to down arrow to D-B D-B, DB
5: DB 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 Cap Willard cheating.
3: I went down eleven files, so now I'm on file eleven, and if I read the title.
5: DB Capo Nan Willard cheating Lessons a novel DB .zip.
3: I know that I am on a zip file and I also know because I was aware of what's in my list that this is my first zip file. Now I'm going to press control shift N. DB fit. I stopped the speech After selecting all my books, I'm now going to press my delete key.
5: D.B. Caponan Willard cheating lessons a novel D.B. 55,077 not selected one of ten.
3: I'm back up at the top of my list and I now have the ten unzipped books that I wanted. This really streamlines the process of unzipping books or other files and makes time for the important stuff like actually reading.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening to the presentation, listening to us talk about the classes and what have you. And hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us seven one six five four three 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 two three and press two to reach our Mystic Access Podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast dot com and follow us on Twitter at twitter dot com slash mystic access. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. dot dot com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.